0: Hello and welcome to the Fearless Presentations podcast brought to you by the Leaders Institute and FearlessPresentations.com. I'm your host, Doug Stannard, president of the Leaders Institute, and this is the podcast that helps people just like you get rid of public speaking fear and increase your success by increasing your confidence when you communicate. Now, this is episode number 43, and this is part one of a two-part episode about creating the perfect presentation handout. Most often, we spend a lot of time focusing on what we're gonna say before a presentation. We spend a lot of time on our slideshow and visual aids. And then we spend much less time, or in some cases, no time, on the handout. So on this episode, we're going to show you three easy ways to make a pretty decent handout without spending a lot of time on any of them. And on next next week's episode, we're going to cover some of the real nuts and bolts about how to make your handouts just look stunning, even if you have no design experience. So stay tuned for for both of the podcasts. Now, this podcast is brought to you by FearlessPresentations.com. If you missed our free webinar last week, it was pretty awesome. We we had quite a few participants who asked some really great questions at the end, and we're going to play we're planning another webinar in about three weeks. So stay tuned to the podcast or you can visit www.fearlesspresentations.com for for details. In addition, we have the Fearless Presentations two-day public speaking class coming up in Charlotte and San Francisco, Houston, Kansas City, Detroit, Columbus, Atlanta, New York, Nashville, and Washington, D.C. Those are all coming up in the next six to eight weeks. So if you're interested in any of those classes, go to fearlesspresentations.com to register for the class. Just keep in mind that we only allow a maximum of about 10 people per class. And so once a class fills up, we have to close the registration. So if you're, if you're interested in any of those classes, make sure and go to fearlesspresentations.com today. So let's get on with the podcast. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to create the perfect presentation handout and let me give you some some background first about handouts and and why they're so important Uh, the a lot of times we'll spend a tremendous amount of time on the actual presentation. And then we'll also spend a tremendous amount of time on our visual aids, our PowerPoint slideshow, or whatever it is that we're, we're doing. And then you know we're getting right up to the point where we're about to give the presentation, and we go, oh my gosh, I haven't given my audience anything that they can take away from the presentation. Or a lot of times if it's in an internal meeting where we're just pre- presenting to our coworkers or, or something of that fashion, a lot of times, we don't even think about doing a presentation handout. Well, one of the things that we've covered in previous podcasts that are very, very important is that people will remember the content that you present to them visual or auditorily, anyway, when you speak at a very small percentage. They're only going to remember, you know, three, four, five things anyway. If you give them a handout, though, you can increase that retention pretty dramatically. And in fact, a lot of times when I'm asked to give a speech and I have to give you know, 10 things in 45 minutes or something like that, if I expect that my audience is going to be able to retain those 10 things, remember them, and be able to use them, yeah, good luck with that. It's It's not going to happen. It doesn't mean you can't give a speech like that. It just means that you probably want to change up what you're doing, and one of the things that you probably want to change is the handout or the the lead behind or takeaway that you give for your to your audience so that they can retain the information a little bit better so like for instance um when i'm when i'm given a presentation uh, in fact we teach folks how to do this in our in the fearless presentations class and one of the last sessions after we cover the three-point talk the four-point talk the five-point talk you know like we've covered here on the podcast we will typically we know that a lot of times folks are going to have to give way more content than that in a presentation and so we show them how we do it and so we give them our 10 impact ideas 10 things that you can add to a presentation that will really make the presentation come alive and we do it in like 15 minutes so we do it in a really quick period of time and the way that we do that is on our slide we don't put 10 different slides with each one of those impact ideas, what we do is we give them a handout, or it's actually in their manual, but you know, we give them something that, that is physically in front of them and then we use that as our visual aid. So we're actually using the handout as the visual aid and that's a really, really good way to to do it. So a lot of times though, what folks will, will kind of ask us is they'll say, yeah, I mean, my, my I, I don't have a lot of time. So how do I create an impactful handout or how do I give something to the audience to help them retain the content without putting a tremendous amount of time, or I don't really know how to design stuff, so I don't really know how to make it look pretty, those kind of things. Well, we're going to put this into a two-part presentation. The first part today, we're going to cover a, a, an easy way to actually design your presentations or get your content and put the content into a present, into a handout, and then uh, next week when we come back. We're gonna show you how to design it, make it look pretty, make it look really nice. And I'll show you some some neat little tools that you can use that even if you're not a designer, you can make your handouts really stunning and, and eye-catching. So let's kind of start with the, the tips on how to really create that perfect handout though. And the first rule of Slide Club is you never want to hand out your slides to Slide Club, basically. So that is one of the biggest biggest mistakes that a lot of people will make is they'll say, well, I've created this great slideshow and so what I'll do is I will just hand out the the I'll just print out my slides and then hand that out to them. And PowerPoint makes it really easy to do this, by the way, and, and there's all kinds of different templates that you can use. You can put like four on a page so that people can take notes, or you can put twelve on a page. I don't know. I, I've never used the the feature myself. I don't I don't really see it as being very helpful. But um, the thing that you want to keep in mind about handing your your um, your slides out is that it it can really... It makes you look lazy, and it also... One of the things that I've always taught in, in my classes, anyway, is that when... If you create a good slideshow, then... Without the speaker, the slideshow is not really going to make a whole lot of sense, right? So it's always been a real hard and fast rule in my presentation. By the way, I, when I was for the last twenty years or so that I've been teaching presentation skills classes, I've always said, um, you know, PowerPoint. Especially when I first started, you know, PowerPoint was still in its infancy, and and the slides that people were creating were just really awful. <laughs> so folks would just you know kind of create a never-ending series of bullet points and a never-ending slide deck. And since most presentations covered way too much content, it was impossible for the audience to retain most of it. So as a result, what a lot of presenters started to do is just printing off those slides and distributing a slide deck to the audience as a handout. So, um, you know, the presenter, basically what happens is you end up with a really bad presentation accompanied by a bad handout. So we always used to tell people from from the very beginning of of kind of teaching presentation skills classes that you really want to avoid doing that and, and, and you can kind of see why. Now, however, one of the things that has happened, especially in the last couple of years, is that is that technology has changed pretty dramatically, especially in presentation software. We're not limited to just using PowerPoint for our for our visual aids, or that's not as prominent as it what as it was what it has been in uh, in previous years. So, um, so some of the new visual aids that uh, folks are kind of creating for their slide decks, or I mean for their presentations anyway. Are, can actually be used better as handouts than what PowerPoint was really designed to do. And we'll kind of get into that, and I'll kind of even show you how you can use PowerPoint as a better, the, the PowerPoint um, printouts as a, a better handout for your for your audience as we kind of go further into the, the, the presentation here. So... Um, The main point here, though, is that if you have a ton of content in your presentation, stuffing that content onto your slides and then printing out your slides is just a bad idea. It doesn't work very well. And um, and I'll give you a good example of this. This is really funny because in the the Fearless Presentations class that I teach, I, I cover a session at the very end. This is like right in the last couple hours of the class where we start covering PowerPoint and other visual aids. And in jest, what I typically do is I'll start out with a really, really data-heavy slide deck. And the slide deck will have 26 slides, and every slide going to have like a ton of bullet points on it. And uh, and it typically only takes me a couple of slides. If I get like into the third or fourth slide, all of a sudden somebody in the class will typically say, hey, this is contrary to everything you've taught us in the last couple of days. And it, and it becomes kind of funny because the things that I'm doing – in that PowerPoint slideshow, it's kind of satire. It's, it, I'm taking things that I've seen people do in real PowerPoint presentations and really exaggerating it so that it becomes kind of ludicrous and, and, and it can be kind of funny. Now, the, the, the interesting thing about this, though, that, that really makes the, what we do in the class kind of funny is that shortly before people figure out that this is a joke, it's it's one of the few places in, in class where somebody will actually kind of stop me in the middle of my presentation and say, "Hey, are you going to send us a copy of these slides?" for the, so basically, they've been in class with me for at that point a day and a half. And in the in the day and a half, we've we've covered a ton of different content. But not once in the 20 plus years or so that I've been teaching classes has anybody during that first day and a half ever stopped me in the middle of my class and said, "Hey, are you going to send me your slides?" But when I get to the PowerPoint part where I'm kind of jokingly violating a lot of the rules that we teach in the, in the presentation class, that's when I'll start, start getting people to ask me to do that. And, and it's kind of funny because basically what I've kind of figured out is that, and this is a really, really important rule. If you get nothing from the podcast that we're going to cover today, if you understand this rule, it, it will really help you a lot. If your audience is, is asking you for a copy of your slide deck, it probably means that your presentation sucks, right? Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be it have to be that way, you know. In some cases, it might mean that you have an a really different type of, of slide deck that people want to emulate and and that's definitely possible. Most likely though, if somebody's asking you for your slide deck, it probably means that your presentation sucks. <laughs> so so if you're getting that consistently, if you're getting your audience to ask you about your slide decks, that should be a I mean a a, a um a siren, a whistle, a red flag kind of coming up that's basically saying, hey, something is really not right here. So now with that being said, let me kind of give you some ways that you can create some pretty good handouts, some decent handouts anyway, and it doesn't take you a whole lot of time to do it, and it doesn't take a whole lot of effort either. So the first way that you can do is is use the slide notes in PowerPoint. So I'm not a real big fan of just printing out your slides like most people do. They just kind of print out all their slides so that people can kind of see them. And the way that most uh, most folks will kind of do that is that if you do the standard uh, PowerPoint printout, it'll basically give you like, f- I think it's four, if I remember it, I think it's four different slides on a page and then a bunch of lines so that people can, can take notes. And, it's okay, but it's a waste of paper, and and it's it's not really going to add a lot of value to the to the to the presentation. It's not really, and it also looks lazy, right? So when people see that, they're going to go, "Oh God, not another one of these crappy presentations." So they've seen too many bad presentations kind of laid out that way. So that's usually not a really great idea. However, there is a different part of the of the. Um, a, a PowerPoint view where you can actually go in and view notes and, and a lot of presenters will actually do this by the way which I don't suggest that you do this I don't suggest that you put your notes in your slides because what will happen is you've got your when you're creating your PowerPoint slide deck there's a there's a part at the bottom of the slide where you can kind of put your notes and then when you put the view when you put the, when you start the presentation on your laptop or whatever you're using as your particular visual aid for your slides it will give you what the what the audience is going to see and it'll also give your your notes at the bottom and the the thing about that is that you'll likely get into a habit now where you're just kind of looking down and looking down and looking down at your notes you're losing contact with the audience it's going to suck away a lot of your energy you're going to be kind of reading the presentation and so that's not necessarily any none of those things are really great when, when you're delivering a presentation and so I would I would really encourage you to not use the note part of the PowerPoint slideshow to help you present. However, if you want to create a, a visual, one of the neat things or a handout anyway, one of the neat things that you can do is you can go into that notes and you can actually edit it to where you can change the colors, you can change the font size, you can cha- you can add bullet points and all kinds of stuff. You can actually it, even though when you look at it it looks um, to you in the notes as if it's just plain text. You can actually alter that font and alter the background and, and things like that to make it look a little bit better. So basically at that point, if you've only got three or four slides anyway, you can basically just hand out your three or four slides as the as the note with the notes attached to them as your handout so that people can take away not only do they get your visual aid but they also get a summary of what you talked about in that in that presentation now if you use this technique i would suggest that you not hand out your slideshow or your your handout anyway i would not distribute your handout prior to the end of the meeting. It's one of those things where you can kind of give it to them in the last 5 minutes of your of your presentation so that folks can kind of go back. Otherwise, they're going to be checking off to see if you're if you're saying verbally what you've written in the notes and that can get kind of annoying and and can can make for a distraction. So so um by the way, uh, one of the main reasons that I have always encouraged my class members to not print out their slides is that without the speaker, it's just gonna, not going to make a whole lot of sense. So this really helps because those notes will help you kind of fill in that, that blank. Uh, now, the second type of, of, of handout that you can use is where you, you make a handout with your main concepts, the main things that you're going to cover in the presentation. Along with space for people to kind of take notes now. This is similar to what PowerPoint will do for you. However It's a little bit more interactive right and I, I and you know like for instance when PowerPoint does this, this is going to give you the whole slide So instead of giving the whole slide with notes I want to take the if let's say for instance, I'm going to cover three bullet points I'll take each one of my bullet points put that in a space on the handout and then put a few lines underneath it or or some blank space so that people can fill in notes. Now this technique is very handy in two situations. Number one is if you're going to customize the presentation content content on the fly for the audience this can be very helpful. (laughs) And number two is if if you're conducting a training session and you really want to increase retention then this can really help. Now let me kind of go into each one of those just just real quickly. If if you're in situations that you might have to customize your content on the fly might be, let's say you're doing a sales presentation, and in that sales presentation, you're going to elicit feedback from the people who are in your audience. Let's say it's just an audience of two or three people you're asking them questions and those questions that you're asking them will help you kind of tailor the content that you're delivering to them and so um, in in that kind of situation it might be good just to kind of put the bullet points and then put some some places for notes Um, if you're doing a a training session if you're doing a training session and um, and you want to increase the retention if you just kind of put your notes on the the handout some people are going to read it some people are going to ignore it so so if you put places where they can write content in then now you as the speaker can kind of walk around the room as you're delivering the presentation and you can see what people are kind of writing down. You can see what notes they're putting in. You can see what's most important to them. And it also allows you to customize the content a little bit better. So if you see that they've taken that that if if you got a class of 20 people or so and you're doing a seminar or a workshop, you have 20 people and you walk around and you see that 10 people wrote very similar notes it probably means that that is a fairly important part of your topic to that particular audience and so you can elaborate on that content a little bit more so it lets you really alter the, the the way that the presentation is going to go on the fly if you really want to do that. Now that's a fairly elite kind of presentation technique so if you're if you're doing that then 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 good on you because that's a that's a very challenging kind of thing to do. So if you're really good at doing that then then this type of handout can be really really helpful in your situation. Most often though, um, and, unless I, uh, I go spend time with the, the client that I'm doing that I'm doing a presentation for, I have to really tailor my content on the fly as the as the presentation is going on. So I'll I'll use this techniques. So I'll, I'll create a handout or um, a presentation workbook with my main content items. Perhaps a few data points that I know that i that I'm definitely going to use in that presentation, and then I'll add space in between each item for the participants to write their own notes Now, a friend of mine leads a three day training boot camp where he teaches social media marketing and website development and 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 he teaches these skills to a really really big group and I, I kind of notice when I go to his seminars or if i'm if I'm interacting with him on a in, on a professional basis that kind of thing. I've, I have I kind of I noticed that his handout is basically a three-ring binder, and it's full of printed pages with a series of rules or statements followed by like a quarter page of just blank space. It's just open space where folks can kind of take their own notes. And I asked him about it one time. I said, I said, so why do you, you know, the, I mean, you've got really good content. I've heard you speak. You've got fantastic content. Why don't you put that in your manual so that so that um, your uh, your audience has the benefit of of not having to write down a boatload of notes. And he kind of laughed and he said, he told me that he used to do that very thing, but the content in his industry was changing so quickly that the moment that he printed up a new manual, it was pretty much outdated. So now he just prints the main concepts and allows his students to fill in the blanks with whatever the most current content is that he's delivering from stage. His presentation, because he's doing social media and and uh, search engine optimization and marketing and stuff like that, his presentation changes pretty much every time he delivers it because there's new things that are coming on board there's new there's new social media platforms there's new things that are moving up and down in the in the popularity and so he's so he he kind of has to adjust his content on the fly as he as he kind of delivers it as as he's as he's presenting and by the way, he gets fantastic reviews. You know, people in his classes really, really love it. Now, personally, I love this technique. The reason I love it is because it keeps the audience really involved in the presentation. It also allows the audience members to write out the content that is most important for each of them at the time that they attend the meeting. And and since the content is written in their own words, when they review the handout later, it makes a lot more sense to them. And by the way, as a, as a bonus. This type of handout takes very little time to to create, so it's a nice little bonus for you as the presenter as well. Um, now, just as a little caveat, I mean, let me let me kind of caution you a little bit. You don't want to overuse this technique. I had a I had a, a guy that worked for me years ago, and he he was a. a um, a management training specialist. And by the way, he was a phenomenal instructor. People just absolutely loved him. And and he came on when he came on board with the Leaders Institute because we were doing leadership training and communication skills and public speaking. We'd often get folks to who requested information about managing small businesses especially entrepreneurs who wanted to know how to hire people and how to delegate and and stuff like that which is not really our specialty I mean we, we have experts on our staff that are pretty good at it but it's not one of the things that we have really focused on as a as a business model but but this was right in this guy's wheelhouse right so so he created a a management seminar based on that kind of content and uh, and and we had a client that that took us up on it. We basically promoted that on our website, and the client took us up on it. And so he hired us to do teach both a leadership class for his uh, for his entire staff, and then he wanted to do a management class, a higher level management class for the, his executives, and so. It was about, I would say about a month and a half or so before we were delivering the content. And of course, the, our leadership stuff is already pre-printed. We got our manuals and all that kind of stuff. And it's in the format that we're talking about here, which is very helpful. Uh, and uh, And I kept asking um, this instructor, I said, hey, well, can you get me your manual? I mean, I know you've got this ma- this content kind of created. Can you get the manual? Because we need to print it. We need to print it up so that we can deliver it to the to the client on time and and he he kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit and then eventually he sent it over to me and the manual was about 20 pages and it was basically a title at the top and then a blank page and then the next page was another title and a blank page and another title and a blank page and i was like because ah! all of a sudden i realized that holy crap we just had a client pay us a boatload of money for a program that i hadn't actually seen this guy do he told me he could do it and by the way um, when when I, I worked with him for the next like two or three weeks, and we created a pretty good manual. We we actually filled in, We I, I basically just asked him a bunch of questions and got him to give me the content that was in his head, and we put it down. And we used this format uh, that I'm talking about now where we, we gave a little bit of content to give people the the gist of what he was going to talk about and then space to kind of fill in the blank. So you don't want to go overboard. You don't want to... You definitely want to give your your audience the content that you're delivering in the presentation, but you also want to give them the opportunity. To, um, to to kind of to uh, kind of take notes on their own and and, um, and add to the content that, that you're presenting now with with all that being said those are those two ways by the way are the, that we've just covered the using the the uh, PowerPoint notes feature and then also kind of creating your own slides from scratch but doing it where you're giving your your main bullet items with some some space for them to to um, take notes those are two fairly easy ways to Design your handouts, and they don't take a lot of time. I would, I would kind of encourage you to use those two types of of uh, handouts, though, just for internal types of presentations. If you're going to go speak to a to a a trade association uh, at a breakout session or something like that if you're going to be presenting to an outside client if somebody is actually paying you to deliver a a seminar or a presentation or something like that then um, I would I would probably stay away from those two because they kind of look Lazy, you know, they're 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 the easy way out, and they're what most everybody else is doing anyway. And so it, it, you're missing an opportunity to really stand out from the crowd. So if I'm going to create a a slide handout, or, or I'm sorry, a handout or a um, that will accompany my slideshow, then what I will typically do is create a handout that contains the main content that I'm speaking about but also adds additional information that I won't be able to cover in my presentation. So I want people to see that as, if you think of it, the analogy I like to use here is it's kind of like a textbook for your your presentation. You can't cover everything that's in your handout, but you'll cover different things than what's in your handout in your presentation. So basically those two things are now working together to reinforce the content that that you're delivering. So you're going to cover your same bullet points, but so for instance, let's say that you have a fantastic story that works really well to clarify a bullet point that you're making in your in your presentation and so you want to use that in your verbal presentation. Well, you don't want to just write out that story in a in a written format and put it in your in your handout. That takes up a lot of space and typically Stories don't work nearly as well in handouts as what they do in the verbal presentation. They're phenomenal in verbal presentations, but they don't really work as well in a handout. So, But if I, if I am going to put a story in, in my handout, I'm going to put a slightly different story. I'm going to give it something different, and I'm going to make it much more abbreviated. So I might spend two minutes in my presentation giving a, a full story that's really impactful and really helpful. But if I, if I use a story in, a, in my handout, it's going to be a different story. And it's going to be much shorter. It's going to be like a sentence or two. That's it. You know, we're basically giving just the the overview of of that example or story. If I'm using audience participation in my presentation, obviously you can't really use audience participation in a handout. But I might use a unique photograph in my handout that's different than what I put in my slideshow. Um, basically, what we're doing here is is um, is taking the stuff that we have. Verbally, that we're presenting verbally, and we're adding something new to the content in the handout to make it a little bit easier. Um, so, uh, uh, basically, at, at, by the and one of the things that I tend to do with this type of um, of content because I am giving them additional content in their handout than when I'm giving them verbally, is at certain points in my delivery, I'll often say something like. Hey, by the way, I've given you additional examples in your handout. If you have further questions, or if you want the full step-by-step approach, you can download the handout from my website at fearlesspresentations.com/slash whatever it is. So basically, I'm I'm allowing them to access the handout for additional information that will that will help them get their ideas across to the audience in a in a little bit better fashion. Anyway, so. So a bonus, by the way, I'm going to include a couple of just bonus tips that will help you add some impact to your handout. So one is one of the things that you can do in your handout that can work really well is add an additional list of references for further reading. So if you're on a content that, or if you're delivering content that that where you collected information from other sources, if you cite those sources and then show people how they can access that same content that, that you have, then it lets them... It, it basically lets them learn on their own to the, the, the things that it could basically go through the same process that you did. So that can be very helpful as well. As well. And by the way, there's a ton of resources out there that, that you can lead people through. So instead of having folks just kind of sort through them in your presentation, just lead them in the right direction with your recommended reading. And it, it really helps a lot. Um, You can also consider adding a worksheet or an action sheet. Now, this is really big for us because we do seminars. We we do seminars and training programs. And so a lot of times we, we very, 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 very rarely will just give people a bunch of content and then just leave. You know, most of the time if we're going to give somebody some content and it's really awesome, valid content, then we're going to give them like an action step or a worksheet or something that they can use to implement that content. And and I would kind of suggest that you do that as well. So, if um, if the if if a worksheet can really help your audience internalize or or apply the content, then by all means, add something into your worksheet that will help. So now keep in mind that this is just part one. Hopefully the the content that we've provided today are going to be things that you can kind of use to help you design your handouts a little bit better. What we're going to do next week is we're going to kind of pick right up where we left off here and show you how to make those, those handouts that you're creating look prettier how do you make them look better how do you how do you kind of put you know great pictures and stuff in there so that they're eye-catching and that they look professional especially if you're not a designer if you don't have any type of of design layout experience we're going to show you some neat little tricks that you can use technology to help you create some of these things and make it way 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 more helpful for you as well as for your audience and, and uh, so, so make sure and, and come back next week because that's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome presentation. So thanks for being part of the Fearless Presentations podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.